Hi, it's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did You Know What way before the internet ever existed. Join me and my special guest every week as we talk about anything and everything because nothing is too taboo. So punch your ticket and get on board the crazy train with me, Jasmine St. Clair. All aboard! And thank you so much for joining me on this Saturday afternoon. I know it's been like, it's just such a, some weird stuff going on in the air. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I believe it's a, it's a good time. It's not Mercury retrograde or anything like that right now. Okay. Okay. So I could just say I'm Scorpio and like get away with this shit, right? <laughs> I believe so. So I met you like in the summer briefly because you came to my show. It's been like a while and a half, but I had no idea. I had a feeling like maybe you were involved in um in something or another because you just looked like, I don't know, you sort of reminded me like a different version of Marilyn Monroe, which is- Oh, cool. thank you. You're welcome. So where are you from anyway? You remind me of like a Midwestern type gal. I don't know. Yes. Um, I'm from Denver originally and I live in Vegas now. But I spent a brief time in LA as well. Okay. So what even got you into dabbling with the adult business? Because you seem like, when I saw you sitting there, you look like just a nice girl on a date that night. I don't know if you're on a date or not, but. (laughs) Yeah, that was my boyfriend and photographer there with me. Um, Well, what got me started was COVID. So um, I was working in real estate and my income just went straight in the toilet during COVID. And so I was like, hmm, I need another way to make up some money. And so I decided to try OnlyFans because so many people I knew were doing it and making money off of it. And I was like, okay. And then two months later, I had people, you know, contacting me, asking me if I wanted to do hardcore scenes. So I started doing hardcore two months after OnlyFans. So weird. Okay. Because just the other day, I forgot who I was speaking with. Um, Oh, it was with a comedian, Aline Janine. And she was talking about like OnlyFans, how it gets infiltrated by people who are like super privileged and have really good jobs. And it's like given this whole other edge of competition to girls like yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, don't have that income anymore. Like, what are your thoughts on that? And and would you ever even go back to real estate? I'm sure there are a lot of people that would buy a house from you or like whatever you're selling. (laughs) No, I am burned out on real estate. I have no interest in doing it ever again. I would do a property porn you know that that little genre people like where it's like fantasy of fucking their real estate agent in a house they're showing them like I want to do a scene like that with like a couple or something that'd be really fun but that's that's as far as I want to go in real estate unless you know I inherit a building or something like that someday (laughs) hey you never know (laughs) yeah but um like I'm actually gonna go back to school and train to do something else but for now, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing the hardcore. I, you know, I, I love doing porn. You know, I learned from doing porn that I am an exhibitionist and I really realized that, you know, in order to get into porn, you have to be one. You know, I don't think I've met a single person in the industry who's not. Well, you're speaking to one in a way, but um, <laughs> well, once, but yeah, it's, it's a whole different mild or whatever mold. 
Um, it's just interesting because I've never actually, because what I like to do is I like to learn about people. I'll, I'll read like a couple things here and there, but you can't always like believe what you like read about people on the internet these days. And mm -hmm. like, I didn't want to go out there too much looking because then it just, it just dissolves like knowing people and talking to them like you normally would, you know? Yeah. And that's so interesting. So you're the first normal person I've spoken with who got into <laughs> OnlyFans because you weren't in entertainment before. And that's really now. How many years were you doing real estate for? And when would you say was your high point? Um, let's see. I did real estate for about 15 years, like right after I graduated college. And, um, you know, I did that for a while and then, you know, I started to get more and more successful and then I kind of started to get burned out on it after about 10 years. And then I was like trying to like figure out a way out of it, you know, like maybe go into an adjacent field and I even tried some stuff. And then I just kind of kept going back to the real estate and, um, you know, now this has given me an excuse to get out of it for good. <laughs> no it's true and like it's nice to finally meet someone that was actually a normal person with a brain who's doing this like aside from Aline Janine when we were talking about that whole thing was it Aline I was speaking with oh Marcella Alonzo sorry Marcella oh, okay my bad yeah um so she was telling me because she's been in the business for a long time and then you know she was telling me how you get these girls that are rich or like have all this other shit going on and then they do this stuff on the side. And then you have ones that like stage all this crap, like they're a nurse, like giving head to a patient in the hospital and it goes viral. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? As someone that's actually working like super hard, I'm sure to, you know, to build, I'm sure you have a good following, but just to build up off of like coming in there brand new and like, were you scared at first even? There's like two questions. So were you scared first of all, or were you, did you feel weird? Um. I mean, I felt a little weird at first when I first started doing OnlyFans and then it felt, it felt like natural to start doing hardcore because it's like, I'm already naked on the internet playing with myself. Why not do everything? <laughs> right. But like, what really bothers me is when like actual like verifiable, like, you know, C-level celebrities and up start doing OnlyFans. That bothers me because it's like, you know, you'll get girls from reality shows who will stand, you know, just in poses for an hour on camera and make a million dollars wearing lingerie and not showing anything or doing anything. And it's like, that's not fair. It's, you know, that's not what the point of it is. It's not, you know, look at this girl from this reality show. It It's, it's about, you know, about finding people who are more like, you know, the girl you had a crush on in high school, like, oh, guess what? She has an OnlyFans. Now you get to see her naked and you never would have because she was way out of your league. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, and I'm sure people like, I'm sure you have, well, I don't know if any of you know this watching, but you probably do. Those of you listening, not watching, I'm sorry. I'm like so tired today. It's another story for another time. But um, so with, I'm sorry, but those, your boobs, if I saw those boobs and I were a guy and you were my realtor at one point, I mean, <laughs> I'd want to look you up on OnlyFans. Do a lot of your old clients like know what you're doing now or not? No. Okay. Um, and I think the fact that I left the state pretty quickly after I started doing it has something to do with that. I mean, a few of my old friends back home know, but you know, like I, when I left, I, I was actually leaving an abusive marriage.
Oh. And I just kind of gave up my entire life and moved to LA. And, um, you know, I've not really kept very good track with people back home um, because it's kind of like, you know, bringing up old crap that I don't want to think about or talk about. And I don't want to explain to a bunch of people, you know, like, yeah, my husband was physically abusive to me. I left him and now I'm doing porn, you know, like, that's not something that I want to have that conversation, you know, 5,000 times. Yeah, for sure. No, I trust me. I I'm right there with you. Um, you're better off. You're the guy, your, your boyfriend, your date that night, the guy Mm -hmm. he seemed really nice, like a very, um, very decent type of person that respects you. And that's what it really is all about at the end of the day. And does he do OnlyFans too, or what, like, I'm just curious. Well, there's, the there's a couple of videos of like POV, just like him holding the phone camera at me while I give him a blowjob, but that's the extent of it. Like, but he's a photographer. So he oh. takes most of my photos and he films all my girl, girl scenes. Um, but he doesn't do any of the stuff involving a penis because he doesn't want to be in the same building as me while I'm getting fucked by another dude, basically. So (laughs) no, he's lucky you get to take all your photos. It's very interesting because I always tell people this. It never works. Like I dated while I was doing well, I was in that business years ago. I actually dated a guy in the same business and it never works out. Like if the two people are in the same business, it just doesn't work out because it gets really um Maybe it's just me. It gets really psychotic and chaotic sometimes, you know? So, oh yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard even just to be like close friends with people in the business because, you know, especially in the BBW community, there's a lot of high school behavior and backstabbing and, you know, people, you know, giving you like the side eye and shady compliments and all this crap. And it's like, I don't want to deal with that shit anymore. What's BBW? So I'm sorry. Cause I'm so sorry. I just had to ask what BBW. Oh, it, it stands for big, beautiful woman. It's like oh. the, the term, the nice term for fat porn. Okay. Well, wait a second. Are you saying the other BBW girls get bitchy with each other? Yeah, because it's a small community and we all know each other. And so it's very, very high schoolish. Oh my God. That's horrible. But I get it. Cause then, but you have like such a girl next door, fresh face look you know, like mm-hmm. doing anything. And are those not, are your boobs natural or are they fake? I, I just have to ask. Um, when I saw you, they were natural and I got them done in, let's see, right after Thanksgiving. November. So in November, so now I have like 800 CCs in there as well. So I, if you were looking at recent photos of me, that uh-huh. probably was of my new boobs. But um, I mean, I love the way they turned out. Like they look very natural and everything. And I mean, 800 cc's is the biggest you can go on silicone right now anyway, until they, you know, like FDA releases the the bigger implant, you know, permissions. So that's been coming since I think like 2016. And my plastic surgeon said, yeah, I'll let you know, but it's going to be a while. That's so weird. Okay, because in the 90s, we had feature dancers that were, um, they were like super huge, like on the top, like Dusty, Busty and these girls, but they had like thousand CC implants. So they, the doctor would put in like two, 500 CCs on each side. So it's mm. one big implant they did. Yeah. One big implant. Like you can get bigger than 800 and save me now. I think you can get up to like 
1500 or more it's it's pretty crazy how big you can get on a saline implant but 800 cc's is the biggest you can get in a silicone wow that's amazing like do you feature dance as well because the features no i would totally do it but it's like you know there's not a lot of clubs that want uh the feature a big girl unfortunately oh come on i mean every ass has a seat some of the shit i've seen on stage believe me i mean you're like a thousand times better and plus it's interesting and obviously there's a fan base for you because people subscribe to your only fans mm -hmm. and plus you girls are catty amongst each other not you but them <laughs> I feel so yeah, bad. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know I kind of keep my distance from most of the girls now because it's like I don't want to deal with that shit because you know like I I have haters already and it's like girls that I was friends with briefly and then I stopped hanging out with them because I got tired of their bullshit they 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 all decide to start rumors about me that have no basis in fact Oh, don't even worry about that. I could like, that's like my, yeah, I, I wrote the book on that shit. Like the way you deal yeah. with that is you're in this business to make money, not friends. And once you mm -hmm. keep that mindset, your life will be so much better. I never had any friends in that business. Really. I was friendly with people, but yeah. I just like, I lived in a totally different area away from where everyone else lived. And, you know, that was the whole thing. So they just don't want to get involved in the crap and you know, it's just like one night resulted in me ripping someone's hairpiece off. But the thing is, <laughs> it was in Vegas, but that's the best thing. And I, I would think like girls would be so much like closer knit. It's funny because a girl once sat next to me on a plane to New York and she said she was a plus size model. And it's mm -hmm. the first time I ever met like a plus size model in my life. And she's really nice. Um, mm -hmm. She's like, but I don't want to wear lingerie and bathing suits. That's for like you guys to do. So when you first decided to do this, were you like you had, you just didn't, do you feel any bit of like, um, and I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but <clears throat> did you feel any bit like, like uncomfortable, like taking everything off or you just knew that there was a market for this and it's time to. No, I mean, I've had no trouble. Like I go to all the conventions like Exotica and I went to X3, which is a new convention that started this year in LA um, run by XBiz. And at all those conventions, I was just walking around in lingerie. You know, I I ran out of fucks to give the second I turned 30. That's true. So yeah. I and I think that's a milestone that a lot of people hit around that age, you know, but some people reach it earlier, some later in life. But I think it's an important milestone in becoming an adult is the moment you run out of fucks to give. And you know, like. I spent most of my 20s thinking that, you know, nobody wanted to have sex with me, like that guys were attracted to me. And if they did, you know, it was out of pity or desperation. And, you know, after I turned 30, I realized that I was completely wrong. I, you know, was selling myself short and that I had far more value and worth and attractiveness and appeal than I had thought. And that I had been basically, you know, brainwashed by society to believe that. And of course, by the shitty men that I had dated. Isn't it crazy? It's just like one shitty guy, it changes your life forever. And they don't realize it and they'll never ever take like accountability 
at any point in time, no matter how much older they get. It just sucks. I totally get it though. What's your sign again? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. All right. I'm not trying to pick up on you. I just, I always ask people that question because I'm trying to like (laughs) learn about astrology slowly, but surely what kind of things do you think you might want to do? Like what would, what kind of career would you go into next? And would you take your implants out? No, I mean, I, I like having bigger boobs because my, my boobs before were like on the smaller side and I always wanted to have bigger ones. And so, um, I mean, I'm going to keep them and, you know, I think what I'm going to do next is I'm going to, I'm going to go back to school and, you know, I'm going to, uh, probably go into the medical field and, you know, use my brain again. It's something that's been kind of, uh, getting a little bit washed over by the porn lately. (laughs) Now you get it. You see what I mean? Um, yeah, you should totally do it. Actually. I had this really brilliant idea and I told my co-host sometimes, like I told him about this idea. It's totally fabulous. And okay. So there are these nursing homes near me with mm-hmm. rich guys. Okay. Like rich old mm-hmm. people. So I had this goal. I'm like, I should open up like a bunch of nursing homes in these super rich areas for people who, um, who maybe don't have anyone to leave their money for and mm-hmm. uh, hire like really hot nurses and stuff like that. Maybe <laughs> like will or something, right? Look, I can pretend to be a nurse. I will dress up as a nurse. I will go in there. I will not clean their bedpans, but I will read them bedtime stories. I could help them write my name to the will or something cool like that. Um, but that's interesting. Well, I don't know if I could do that legally, but. Um, so so it, yeah, it, I, well, the legalities of it are going to be hard because of fair hiring laws. But I mean, if you found a way to um, show it as more of an entertainment venue, use the, the Hooters loophole you know, you could possibly <laughs> and work for me. find a way like head nurse. You'd be in charge of hiring like everyone and making sure everything's in order. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's perfect. <laughs> it's really interesting because most people I know who have been in the adult business, the successful ones and the smart ones have always done something with health and beauty. One girl mm-hmm. I know, she was really beautiful, very beautiful. Still, she got into, uh, she's an esthetician. Another one is a compound pharmacist. And mm. yeah, then I learned a lot about um, mobile drip infusions during the pandemic, oddly enough. No, oh, yeah, those so, are yeah. great. I helped someone run a company and um, we have like just be a lot of VIP clients and just regular people too, because we just like to help people. So maybe it's this thing that most people in adult have um, where they kind of want to help people. Do you think that's true or might just maybe thinking too hard well I think it's a natural leap because as a sex worker there's a lot of emotional labor involved in what we do and you know just just think of like having to talk to to fans you know on various sites like OnlyFans or if you're selling them your underwear you know they they all want some sort of you know relationship feigned with them they want to feel like you care about them. They want you to ask them about their day and talk to them and get to know them a little bit. And they want to hear about you. And so there's a lot of emotional labor inherent in, you know, in sex work, especially like full service sex work. So I think that it's, it's a natural departure, really. It's something that like, you know, you've got to have a nurturing spirit to do for both sides. 
That's so interesting and smart because I did one webcam thing back in like late nineties when it was first a hot thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I was welcome back because I was cursing people off because they're telling me what they wanted. It's just like, I don't want to fucking talk. I just, I just don't want to talk to you. Okay. I can't have conversations like this. Yeah. So they're meaningless, like stupid shit. It's like stuff you'd hear at a strip club. So I just like bounced off of the thing and I like went out for a steak dinner at a strip club. Um, <laughs> it made sense to me. Right. And my webmaster was like, where are we going? I said, I don't know. Let's go to Fantasy Island and get a steak or something. I can't deal with this shit. And it's not bashing mm-hmm. on the fans, but I think you guys have it a lot. It's a lot different now and a lot harder. So to, no pun intended to do. Cause yeah. you've really taken the, the emotional energy and guys listening to this, it could be draining sometimes like you should be I feel like we're therapists like you're a therapist in some way yes you know Mm -hmm. and I agree with you wholeheartedly when you get some hack that was on a reality show it doesn't mean you have talent because you're on a reality show but just stand there when you have other girls that are equally as beautiful or even more beautiful and interesting and smart Mm -hmm. doing this I think like guys would much rather finance that you know instead of someone's like bullshit whatever they're doing with the money that's the problem though is that a lot of guys devalue sex workers and they want to pay us as little as humanly possible it's like the price of porn has been driven down you know by the the free tube sites and only fans i think has participated in this as well where it's a lot harder to make money now because everybody's trying to outprice each other. And I'm like considering making my OnlyFans free and making my money only off of pay-per-view because it's hard to retain followers because I, I have a new strategy I've been trying where I don't post any news on my OnlyFans and I only sell them, you know, and I've made more money doing that, but you know, it's a lot more work, a lot more emotional labor because I have to talk to people, find out what their fetishes are, you know, what they're into and like, okay, so you like feet, here's these pictures with my feet in them. You like ass, here's some ass photos. You want to see me, you know, give a blow job while doing whatever, you know, I have a video of that, you know, and I send it to them and, you know, it's, it's a lot more work. And it's not like, you know, the days of being a contract girl where you make thousands of dollars for each shoot, basically. And, you know, you you get to live the high life and, you know, you travel around doing feature dances and, you know, autograph signings and all that. It's not, it's not like the golden age of the 90s, unfortunately. But at the same time, here in the era of the content creator, there's so much more porn out there for all kinds of people, all different fetishes, And it's much more accessible to join the industry as pretty much anybody than it used to be. However, that also means the market is over flooded. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, it's not over flooded with curvy Marys, that's for sure, which is good. Yeah. They're unique, Mm -hmm. which, you know, it's kind of interesting. Now I'm wondering, like, there are a lot of um, like midget porn stars. I wonder if they got catty amongst each other. Oh, I don't know. I mean, the only one that I've known anything about, like she's got a lot of personal issues and that's all I ever hear about her. But um, I don't know any others, unfortunately. Personal issues. Yeah, I have like a shit ton of them. I should see a therapist at some point. Um, (laughs) You see therapists and you unravel your crap 
it just doesn't make you as interesting. It does, but it doesn't really make you as interesting because I'm not exactly going out there hurting people. I may say some hurtful things sometimes, um, but it's not like to that degree if where I need to seriously speak to someone. Yes, and and I know that a lot of what you say is in good fun too. Oh, oh, oh yeah, like when I, yeah, I know. I think I did. I, I think I had a drink on an empty stomach that night too when you saw me. So anywho, um, yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. So yeah, that's great. So I really, I hope that, you know, one day you do get the chance to, um, to feature dance. Cause I, I really think that, you know, the world of that whole entertainment there, they always want something new and different. And I think you'd have the right personality. Um, I commend you for what you do speaking to people. I just, I couldn't do that. I just couldn't do it. Do you do oh, it's so hard. It <laughs> is. My favorite part. It's why, it's why like, I'm not out there like you know, slaying them panties every day because, you know, they don't just want to buy your underwear. They want to talk to you for hours mm-hmm. when they buy your underwear and they want photos with them and they want very specific photos. And so you need to go take specific photos. You need to talk to them and like, you know, basically be their girlfriend for a few hours. And it's like, is this really worth it? You know, like you have to figure out like, the time value of money and do a cost benefit analysis. You know, sex work now is very entrepreneurial. It's very based in emotional labor. And, um, and it's, and it's very much, I think, devalued by just the, the amount of porn that's out there available for free. Yeah. And also girls that do things for like next to nothing, like you get webcam girls, in other countries and then you know if they want to speak to someone for free and do all that stuff that's called a wife usually you know yeah which mm-hmm. is another form of this whole thing that's like a whole yeah other- i think i think trophy wives are sex workers but anyway yeah they usually are actually to some degree yes um <clears throat> and some guys get it some guys don't and some guys do the the husband part of that and they treat the girl like a trophy wife, even though she definitely is not, trust me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's, it's a whole other world out there. I live near a bunch of these trophy type wives. They go to Pilates with me and they drive Tesla uh, and they try to videotape me not wearing a mask in the street. And I usually like end up hitting someone's windshield or something or um, driving their phone <laughs> and throwing in the street. Yeah. So anywho, is that, that's not really, you know, it's not illegal. Is it? I don't know. Oh, anyway. So yeah, I think you can wear a mask. Like you can go maskless outside anywhere. You can do it anywhere. It's just, you have to understand. Um, and not, it's not a political thing. It's just between like the pandemic, then you have the president, like a sitting president currently saying there's going to be a war. like seeing it almost every day and just like every other day, it just works people up into a frenzy. You know, it's nice of him to mm-hmm. warn us. It's very sweet of him. But at the same time, I just feel as though maybe he might be aloof to the fact that there are people out there that are already really scared of small things. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Well, I mean the, the 24 hour news cycle definitely um, contributes to the general underlying anxiety we all have about political affairs nowadays it's scary it's like it's so just insane how the world has become like you'd never think that um you know i'm looking forward to going back to new york and doing actually my full one woman show show the way it should be but i feel as though you have an untapped market and a live market you know somehow maybe that's just me because you know i think unique is great 
and you've mm-hmm. used that to the fullest degree ever. Uh, and whose idea was it for you to do OnlyFans? A friend? Mine. And it came yeah, up. Yeah, it was you, mine. Did you come up with your name? <laughs> I did. I was like, I want something that is like easy to find, easy to Google, easy to type with one hand when you're jerking off, and hard to forget, hard to misspell. And so it was like, okay, yeah, Kirby Mary. And I even, I even like, you know, when I first started doing OnlyFans, considered changing my porn name when I, before I started doing hardcore. And I was thinking about Bridget Buns with a Z. And I like did a poll and like people were like, no, we like Kirby Mary better. I was like, okay. It's cute. <clears throat> Cause I, when I saw Lainey's list of clients, I'm like, oh my God, that's such a cute name. I know her. <clears throat> so it's just like, it's an adorable name. I love it by the way. I just have to tell oh, you. Thank you. I really mean that. So what are you promoting these days to your fans aside from your OnlyFans? What else do you have going on? Well, my personal pay site just went up about a week and a half ago. It's at curvymary.com. For one low price, you can access all of my hardcore scenes in one place. And you can find all of my social media links, um, the link to um, my cam page, um, how to contact me, email me. All of that good stuff is at curvymarylinks.com. So, you know, I, I, all my Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff is there. And it's like social media pages get deleted pretty often because they don't like sex workers. So it's a good way to uh, always be accessible. Just go to that Curvy Mary Links website and you'll find me. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy how they treat people like that. And, you know, then they give you a hard time if you're supposed to get verified and they don't verify you and then it's just, it's a whole thing. It's just, I, I, it's just, it's just disgusting. You know, I feel like, yeah, I can't imagine how I'm going to get verified ever. <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised. Um, my friend's dog got verified. Um, <clears throat> and then this woman I know who's like a singer who might've had like background vocals and something once hmm. <laughs> who has like, I mean, she's verified. I'm like, but no one even knows who you are. You like work at a juice bar or something. So, okay. yeah. Maybe. And I'm like a regular, regular um, contributor to the Hustler website. Oh, cool. And I'm going to be in a print issue soon, but it's like, I don't think I'm ever going to get verified because I'm a sex worker. You don't never say never. It might change, you know, because who knows yeah. what platform is going to be the presents. Um, <clears throat> A challenge to them or like a threat of you know more people joining oh and by the mm-hmm. way hustler so are you in bestie beauties no okay my friend is the editor-in-chief there so i just i had to ask if it was hustler bestie beauties oh well you know i'm always happy if you could hook me up <laughs> yeah so morgan text morgan if you're listening to this she has to be on the cover i was like the smallest chested girl on that cover like a few times so Hustler is a great magazine and, you know, there'll be more. And, you know, if there are any clubs out there or any like booking agents, like the Lee network, Tony Lee, hello. She'd be like perfect book. They have all kinds of mm-hmm. featured dancers there, but I think it'll be fun. I'll come see a feature dance if you dance. Okay. <laughs> and so those are all your endeavors right now. And if people want to buy your stuff or do anything like that, like they want to buy photos and clothes, which website is it? Curry Mary links, email me. Okay. Well, there you go. And guys, be nice, you know, and secondly, these girls are putting like more emotional energy and thoughts into you, not your wife who swipes your credit card, <laughs> your girlfriend, 
not whoever else. It's people like Kirby Mary, especially Kirby Mary, who came from a super humbling, a very humble beginning and a normal one. So be super nice and tip. Seriously, do you get Valentine's Day gifts at all? Not from my uh, followers, no. Nobody gave me anything. Yeah, I think you guys owe her like $10 each who've actually masturbated <laughs> to her. <laughs> yes, I agree. Great. And do you have any messages for any other ladies that would like to get into this besides don't be catty bitches? <laughs> Just, you know, be sure that this is something you want to do because the internet is forever. You know, like even if you post one picture, the internet is forever and being an exhibitionist does not hurt. Yeah, seriously, when she said the internet's forever, poof, boy, did I have a lesson to learn. I never thought there'd be anything called the internet like years later. And then here I am. Oh my God. Like my 20 something year old vagina is busy out there. Like busy. <laughs> so I'm just like, wow, you go girl. But yeah, so yeah, you go girl. Thanks so much. And everyone make sure you visit all of her links. It's curvymarylinks.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've got to, I got to try to get on that and make sure you, you know, do things, be nice. Give her money, buy her stuff, and be more gentle when you actually ask for these special requests, okay? Like, seriously. And do you have any messages for your fans? Um, I would like to say that my emotion isn't free. You can't just email me and expect me to just chat with you for free, you know? Join my fan site, join my OnlyFans, buy stuff from me, then I'll talk to you. <laughs> That's just the way it is, except with a wife, it's way more expensive. You usually got to get a ring and all this other stuff. So, you know, you're getting an extremely awesome package and a unique one, a very smart one too. So it is emotional work, guys. Just like when you kind of go to a bar and like buy all these drinks for someone, it's the same thing, sort yeah. of. But yeah, so be nice, be sweet, be humble, everyone. And um, I don't know, you guys could hear me next week. I got to go. I got to just... I swear to God, this asshole was snoring. Oh, anyway, this guy was snoring. I swear to God. It's like, I just, that's another thing. Just don't snore. We hate it when you do that. Oh, <laughs> Kiddles. Thank you. Oh, yeah.